Welcome to Behind the Barrels, a podcast for and about the people that make ODOT a great place to work. We're talking to men and women throughout the state from every walk of life to find out what makes them tick, both on and off the clock. I'm Mike Lovins. And I'm Caroline Griffin. Now let's take a peek Behind Behind the the Barrels. We are here with Robert Nachi. Thank you so much for being here with us today. How long have you been with, I guess, ODOT, but just the the organization as as a whole? Because you started when it was the Department of Highways, correct? Uh, yes, it was the Department of Highways. I started in 1958 as summer help. Um, worked in the asphalt plants as a ticket writer for a dollar and a half an hour. They evidently liked what I did, so they put me on as full-time in New Philadelphia at District 11's headquarters. And I got a raise, $300 a month, and uh, uh, which was better than a dollar and a half an hour. And uh, I was uh, a person that went out and tested materials to be used in, at the time, building the interstate system. And uh, back then, everything was tested when it arrived on the job. It had to be approved. And then it was used only then, uh, sort of like the way NASA builds or NASA builds their rockets. And uh, I worked there for until about 1965. And then I have to admit quite often I make moves uh, for a dumb reason, for a challenge, or can I do that? And District 4, which is the northeastern part of the state, which encompasses uh, uh, Akron, Ravenna, Youngstown, that whole uh, northern part up into Lake Erie. Uh, I had my choice, an engineer that traveled out of Columbus, because actually we were short of help back then. So, and with the interstate system, if you can imagine, think of Ohio without no interstate system. For example, it would take you to go from Canton, Ohio, to Marietta, Ohio, almost a whole day. Now you can do it in under two hours. Oh, yeah. And the interstate system was, uh, it was built in areas that you would never dream. Uh, survey crews had to tie each other together. But anyway, when he asked me if I wanted to go up north to work, of course, it was thrill. It was big city stuff. So I have to admit, I went with that reason. It wasn't about money. It was all because I didn't get a promotion over the move, but I did enjoy it. And when I worked in District 4, I then worked out of the testing office and would go out and gather federal samples because the federal government that was called the Bureau of Public Roads then, and they did act like the Bureau. If you didn't know better, it was FBI agents with engineering licenses. But anyway, uh, I went out and I would take required federal t- uh, samples and tests. Then I transferred into construction and ran jobs from large to small. The largest one was five miles of four-lane reinforced concrete with five large bridges, including a railroad bridge. Um, That was over and around the uh, Alliance area, between Alliance and uh, Canton, Ohio, Route uh, 62. So then, and this is where I started to go downhill, a contractor approached me and he was a senior from Minnesota, and the, the gentleman gave me this spiel about how we want to make things right, we want to make things perfect, 
And the guy that had left him was a PE, professional engineer. So there was another stupid mountain or challenge that I had to go after. So I was there for about five and a half, almost six years. And of course I could see they didn't want me for that at all. Uh, so fortunately I went to work out of Columbus. And uh, as to what I'm doing now, uh, and then, uh, back then, they wanted you to live in Columbus. Well, I couldn't afford to live in Columbus in the winter and travel in the summer, so I actually transferred where I started back to District 11 and worked at District 11. Now, you would think I would have learned my lesson at that point, <laughs> but another contractor from down the Ohio River uh, gave me this spiel how we want to make things better, we want to do things right. And like an idiot, I don't always make the right move. However, I went with them. <laughs> and then as time went on, and so many ODOT people used to say, you gotta get out of that place, it's questionable. And an opening came up with my old job in Columbus, and that's how I ended up back in Columbus. Um, uh, I can only say from, uh, I actually have over 60 years in the construction industry, but 49 uh, currently with ODOT, including Department <laughs> Highways. Wow! Now, uh, the thing is, some people would say, why would he do stupid stuff? I have no answer for that. However, uh, as most people are saying, I've been telling people I've been going to retire for the last 10 years, and I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> ODOT is a fantastic place to work. And now, it's nothing's a utopia, and nothing's perfect. There's bad days, there's good days. But there's always, for me, there's always satisfying days. When I go somewhere to correct a problem or help correct a problem uh, or solving a problem, I feel good about doing that because I know it's for the betterment of ODOT. And uh, um, I can only say I've enjoyed every bit. It was satisfying. It, it made my day, per se. Uh, I guess ODOT is like a drug to me. <laughs> I really don't know how I'm going to leave when I leave. I'll probably how are you going to get your fix? I yeah. think I'll probably <laughs> use that, 19, that 1950s adage that uh, if people remember uh, uh, MacArthur, General MacArthur, there became a saying back then, old soldiers never die, they'll just fade away. So when that time comes, Aww. that's actually how I'll leave. I'll just fade away. Just fade off into the No business. parties, no nothing. Oh, no! I, just in, I just enjoyed the time. And the people that I work with throughout the whole state, to me, the best people on this earth are ODOT people. Because really, everybody tries to do a good job. Everybody tries to do what the governor wants us to do. And... Uh, and I've been a fan of his, by the way. I got to throw that in since he was the attorney general. Uh, uh, but uh, as a matter of fact, one of my uh, my granddaughters, that's a professor at uh, Worcester College, had one of his boys. No, oh, yeah. there's a little humorous tale, but I won't pass that on. <laughs> oh. well, he's, but he's a good kid. But that's anyway, good. Uh, well, uh, let's talk. I got just a quick side question. So you mentioned that you made mistakes throughout your career changing, but I mean, did you feel at the time it probably didn't feel like a mistake at the time? Uh, no, I no, I didn't. I when I went to work for the first company, I got um, snookered and thought they meant what they said, yeah. and it was a challenge. So I've always been crazy of going after challenges, and uh, and. 
I always came back here. Gotcha. You know, what can I say? And at those companies, did you do the same sort of testing that you do here at ODOT and have done your whole career, or did you uh, ever do different things? Well, yeah. Years ago, when I worked in a district, we tested the product. It was all ODOT people. We extracted it. We took it apart. That's the only way you can test. What you put together, you have to take it apart to prove that there's no silver bullet, Got that it's yeah. going to come out perfect. As people are finding out, they just won't admit it. But that said, it's just a grand place. And you got probably, of all the directors, if you stop and think about it, of all the directors that I've worked under uh, since uh, uh, Mike DeSalle and William O'Neill, when William O'Neill was a governor in 55 or 6, that used to be a two-year term. Then when Mike DeSalle came in, that started the four-year term. But anyway, uh, the interstate system in itself is a wonder of the world and, and, and throughout the whole um, United States for that fact. But I only see Ohio and what was done in Ohio. Yeah, so you got to see the interstate come through Ohio and be, put, be a part of that. What was that like getting it, to be a part was, of that project? It was fantastic because I uh, ran jobs back then and you had these uh, Bureau of Public uh, Roads uh, engineers they're called the Federal Highways Administration now. But these engineers, you would have one engineer that would cover two districts. And uh, they weren't local people, they were from all over the United States. Uh, they were very strict by the book, but they had a good sense of humor also. And I used to say they studied in their motel room on one particular item, and they'd come in and hit you. Hit you about one thing? Because you had audits quite yeah. a bit. We used to do a lot of audits. I mean. It was nothing for three state auditors and a um, couple federal uh, auditors to be at a job just as it's progressing to make sure everything was accountable and everything was, uh, you know, proper. Yeah. And um, uh, other than that, they were cool. I'm one particular case, uh, uh, you had to have your paperwork in order and uh, everything for as per reference. and. Uh, but every once in a while, something would pop up that wouldn't go to a particular reference number. So I had a box under my desk that said file 13. So one time they came in, they were giving me one of those inspection mm -hmm. and depths. And they, they jokingly said, well, well, we got him this time. And I replied, no, I haven't looked in file 13 yet. Oh. <laughs> and, they got, and they laughed about yeah, it. They got it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was neat. They, it was, you know, those are fond memories, That's and awesome. uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of work. Um, we at the time, I don't know if it's this way now, but the taxpayer is the customer, and we assure the taxpayer that he's getting paying for a good product. Sure, That's awesome. And that was always the, that was always it, yes. period. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but uh, <clears throat> as times and things have changed, I still love it. Someone say, asked me one time, why are you still here? And I says, because I must like what I'm doing or I'm not wrapped too tight. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, but, one of those two things, maybe both, who knows? But uh, <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much up till now. But some of the experience I've had, maybe not be, they wouldn't be exciting for anyone else. But I had to shut down 77 one time, just south of Akron at Arlington Road. Yes, I'm excited to hear you this You had story. this big sign that uh, some gentleman <clears throat> had a sports car and he had a medical emergency, passed out, hit the sign and knocked half of this sign. It was probably about 
Uh, I'm going to say three wide lanes, maybe 35, 40 feet, maybe more. It was actually telling you where 77 was going south and Arlington Road. I was just coming back from a plan inspection. It was a Friday, and I had borrowed District 11's vehicle because they were working on mine. And so as we got there, the guy was passed out, but you could tell he was okay. So then I called the district to get the sign people out. That would have been District 4 because we had two-way two radios in. And so uh, <clears throat> a tractor-trailer rig pulled on the part of the sign that was still being held up by one pole. And uh, the, the, the sheriff went over to this guy that I was with that was higher than me in title from District 4, he's long gone, and, and said, should we open the road and let it go? And he replied, oh, go ask Bob, he's from Columbus. <laughs> and I said, why me? Gosh. But anyway, I told him, no, if we let the traffic go through, all it takes is one time the sign comes down, the damage, the, 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 the health of a human being or a family. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's how that went down. And uh, I didn't know anything about this until the next day. I was telling my wife and we joked about it. The next morning, I saw it in the Akron Beacon Journal on the front page, so we got a big, big laugh. And then the third laugh was when one of the superintendents of this company that worked in Akron said, if I knew that was you that shut the road down, I'd have walked two miles just to punch you in the nose. Oh my goodness. Because he was like four hours late getting home. Yeah. He lived yeah. down below Zanesville. So, so let me ask you this then, you know, you do all of this stuff obviously for the state of Ohio and all that, but what do you do for yourself? Like what kind of stuff do you do that's, that's fun outside of work and mow the lawn? Mow the lawn. Do you get the real nice lines in there? Do you, do you garden outside of mowing the lawn? Golf course lines. Well, I'm not a golfer. I was a caddy in my early youth. Oh, when really? money was, oh yes. In the early 50s, and uh, yes. Did you caddy at the big tournaments or like? Oh, no, just in a local place. And oh. if you got a quarter tip, if you got a 50 cent tip, unfortunately, it was an A&W root beer down below. Oh. And so you'd go spend the money you spend made right yeah. on a county and a root beer. But uh, that said, uh, no, I don't golf. Um, uh, I guess I have nothing other than working around the house. And uh, that's about it, I guess sitting on the chair recuperating <laughs> for the next day's work. And, uh, but, or if something needs done at the house, sure. you know, things like that. I used to be a gearhead in my youth, but, uh, and had numerous vehicles. Oh yeah, what kind of vehicles did you have? Well, I had a couple of 1950 Oldsmobiles that were hopped up. I had a Jaguar that was oh. a money pit. Oh, I had a racing Austin Healey that wasn't oh, bad, vehicles. except that in the winter time, it was a roadster which meant it had no crank windows. So in the winter time, you'd have to put your hand by the heater and that would be the only part that would uh, get warm. Oh my goodness. I had a 41 Chevy that was decked. And uh, then I had a GTO 1965 and uh, a Corvair. And regardless of what Ralph Nader said, he's an idiot. There was nothing wrong with Corvairs. People just didn't know how to drive rear engine cars. Yeah. You'd have the same thing in a Porsche, really. And uh, I had no problems with it. It never got squirrely. Um, so did you have all of them at the same time? No, or no, did that's you have a different... trouble. See, we were poor back then. I understood. So you had to trade one in to get another, another one. Uh -huh. So it had a 
if I would have been able to keep them all, there would have been a few dollars out of the deal, you know. I've got kind of a list of, uh, laundry list like that of cars that my dad had that were all, all fun cars and stuff, but never more than one at a time. Right, exactly. I know yeah. my daughter said that one time. She said, if we'd have kept this or kept that, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I did a one or two Gymicanas because I had a Chevy Monza that was hopped up, and uh, it had the V8 in it, a D-stroke D 350. But anyway, for, for you gearheads out there, and uh, the one time I was in it, I thought I was going to do well, but I should have walked the track because I drove off the track. Then I had to back up to get back on the track, so the announcer was having a good time with me, saying, he thinks he's so good, he's going to go run the course uh, in reverse. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's also, you did yeah. track days. That's Everything's really cool. been sort of fun. Uh, yeah. uh, some years back, around 20 or so, I had a subarachnoid hemorrhage, which is bleeding on the brain. Ooh. So I'm thankful that I survived that. My goodness, yeah. yes. And, uh, um, but... Uh, when my daughter, when I was coming home from the hospital, a little burg outside of Dover, sort of a, where the police like to hide, speed that trap. Uh -huh. And uh, as we're coming back, my son-in-law's driving, I went, where the hell are we anyway? And I went, oh, you better slow down, Mike, because it's a speed <laughs> trap. And Tanya said, you may not know where you are, but you know where the speed <laughs> trap is. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, real quick, I got to say my granddaughters are Madeline Ann, Anna Sophia, Nachi, both, and then uh, Caitlin, Elizabeth Reese, and my grandson, Samuel David Nachi. And let's see, there's three of them here in Columbus. One in Delaware, no, no, the one in uh, Cleveland, going to Cleveland State for her master's, and then here are um, uh, the rest of them. The, one granddaughter or granddaughters at Ohio Westland, and uh, uh, the rest, the other two are. That's awesome. Here. Yeah. What are they getting their degrees in? Um, uh, Maddie is probably going to go into medicine. Uh, Caitlin's going to a uh, capital to get her law degree now. She's awesome, already graduated. Awesome. And uh, uh, Anna, that's at uh, Delaware at Ohio Westland, she'll probably end up in law and political science. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. And Samuel has his in. Uh, um, uh, counting CPA. Matter of oh, fact, he just cool. took the test. He just graduated last year. And I always kid him. I'll say, okay, now you girls get your law degree. And Maddie, you have to keep me healthy because I got a lot of people I want to sue. Oh, <laughs> there you go. And they'll you say, are good oh, people with a family to do it. <laughs> and for you, some of you youngers, my second best show out there on TV is Ridiculousness. Oh, oh my God! Funny. That's what my grandparents say. It can be that bad. It's better than the news sometimes. Oh my gosh! Uh, no. that's, oh my goodness! That is hilarious. That's, my wife, that's like my son's favorite. That's show. so funny. Well, it was my my oldest son. When he was going to Ohio State, I said to him one time, you should see how crazy they are. And he said, I went to college. I know what they, they, they were. Gosh. But, Did you uh, ever watch Impractical Jokers? My grandparents watched that. They uh, called them mm, stupid boys. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, they have to talk fast sometimes. Their love will get dicked. Oh, yeah. I know, I yeah. know. But, uh, yeah. Are those uh, your favorite shows right now to watch? Or what else are you no, watching no. on the TV? What? Well, well, I love college football. Okay. Not prof uh, I'm not in the professional football, though I think that quarterback at Cincinnati is a class act from the get-go. 
<clears throat> and uh, but I love college football. Uh, I don't ill wish. I don't wish anything against Ohio State, but I don't have to root for them. I send kids there. They got my money. That's right. <laughs> so, That's right. But, Absolutely. Uh, uh, but I love college and I love the Mac series though. The Mac series like Ohio University oh, and Bowling okay. Green and and some of those. But I do love college football. That's awesome. I watched that. And Formula One is uh, my favorite. Me too. I was growing up wanting to be a Formula One driver. That's awesome. In the 50s, yes, yes. Who's your favorite F1 driver right now on the Well, circuit? unfortunately, I don't really have one right now, but uh, Schumacher, Michael Schumacher. Yes. That's a shame what happened to him. Oh, I know. It was awful. It was so sad. It was. That guy was outstanding. He was. He's doing better now. I think right. he's out of hospital That's right. now. But yeah, he I is. keep looking. I can't find much about him. I know. I think he's kind of under the radar. Right. And I used to be... I've always grew up being a Ferrari fan. That's an automatic. You're Italian. You're, I, I have one niece that does history on your uh, family, what have you. Uh -huh. And I always kid her and say, can't you find somewhere that we're related to either Lamborghini or Enzo Ferrari <laughs> yes. or somebody like that? Did and, you watch uh, the movie Rush when it came out? Um, about It was about, um, oh gosh, uh, two Formula One drivers. Uh, Oh, you're right. No, I didn't see that. Oh, it's very, very good. But, very good uh, movie. I I, yeah, I, I was going to ask about the movie Ford versus Ferrari. Okay, yeah, my kids bugged the heck out of me, and so did everybody else. And I said, I lived that era. Uh, and, and it's pretty much all true. And that British driver that uh, he eventually passed away, as, uh, from not from racing, but from health, mm -hmm. uh, they did do that to him. He could have won that race, and they made him lay back. Uh, Ford did, you know, because he wanted the other guy, Dan mm -hmm. Gurney, to, uh, who was behind the instrumental, being, being behind building that car and everything. Yes. Uh, the reason that whole thing started was one of the Ford offsprings had married an Italian countess, and he wanted to buy Ferrari. Oh, Mr. Ferrari was a horse's hind end, too. And uh, a lot of good drivers passed, I mean, he... Win, win, win. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, during World War II, his factory got bombed out. He drove for Alfa Romeo, but um, he uh, insulted Ford. One of them said to each other that that's the ugliest car I've ever seen, and that the whole thing started from there because Ford spent a lot of money. You know, I have nothing against Ford. I've never been a Ford guy. I'm a General Motors guy. Ford is fix or repair daily. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. But no, they make everybody makes good cars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oopsie! I hope to get electric cars someday. Oh, that that would be super fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, inspectors in District Four. She's an asphalt inspector and works in the lab. Her son wanted to go for a ride on a Tesla for his birthday, and they went to Cleveland. And you haven't experienced anything until you've ridden in a Tesla. They say. Really. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ridden one. Yeah, I mean, my GTO GTO used to throw you in the back, but the, these Teslas, I mean, it's electric motor. As soon as you throw the yeah, power, it yeah. yeah, it goes. goes. But uh, 
Awesome. Uh, uh, speaking yeah. of Formula One, do you want to go to any of the uh, races that are happening? I know they've opened back one up in Texas and they've got one in that. Vegas. And I saw that. Mm -hmm. They're going to do one in Vegas. Yep. It'd be something to think about. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I've thought about I'll, it. I have to. We went to one in Japan. We went oh, to, did you? We, did. we went to see wow, Suzuka. that's phenomenal. It was that's awesome. a nighttime one. No, nope, it was during the day. Oh, was it a day? Yeah, that was during the day. Because there is one nighttime one they do. There is, and I can't. But I forget which one it is. I can't remember either. Yeah. But yes, Lord, Vegas is on my list to do it. Oh, no, no kidding. Yeah. Well, that's, that's phenomenal. Uh, I compliment no, you. No, Vegas. <laughs> it was fun. You should definitely go to one. They are a trip. Oh, I bet they are. It's, yeah. it's different than going to any other type of race. Right, yeah, I'll now, bet. Yeah. Does your enthusiasm stick with uh, four wheels or any two wheel? Um, okay, here's the deal with two wheels. <laughs> No. Because Mike's a two-wheel guy, too. Okay, let me put it to you this way. I told my daughter one time, I said, Tanya, guess what I did? She said, you surely didn't buy a motorcycle. Oh, my goodness. I love Ducatis. Mm. Okay. Aprilias. They're hand-built. They're phenomenal. But then the Japanese bikes, they're all great. But in my youth, I drove a, a motorcycle one time. And I didn't have to be reminded that I better not buy a motorcycle. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because why do you have one? I do. Oh no, kidding, Harley? Uh, no, it's a it's a Honda Honda Rebel. Oh no, kidding, cool. Yeah, I should, I wish back then I can remember when Hondas were nothing. They sent over these bikes. They were looking for investors, and the rest is history. Now we have Honda cars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have a Honda Sport. My my dad was a Harley guy, and he he told me he was like, if you ever get started, start on a Honda. So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, they make phenomenal bikes. Uh, but um, yeah, hey, here we are on motorcycles. Oh, uh, well, do you ever go to the Cars and Coffee <clears throat> at the Toy Barn? Here, oh, they, they have that every once in a while, and it looks like a lot of fun. But oh, is that right? Yeah. No kidding. Yep. I'll be darn. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times in my travels. I hear a lot of complaints from the contractors, technicians about their job and about us. And then on the other hand, I'll hear it from ODOT people. It's a bad day or whatever. So I asked my boss one time, Eric, I said, why don't you just make me a company chaplain? And I could go around and listen to all these complaints. <laughs> oh my God. I got big shoulders, you know. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes if you listen to them and sympathize with them, it, that's all they need. Exactly that's right. That's Someone they to listen to, right? Yes. But then they start confessing things you don't want to hear. What? But I remind them. How <laughs> good, when it comes to ODOT people, I do remind them how good they have it. I really do. And I've experienced about everything. Like we have a person right now that's not happy. I won't say where he's at, but uh, uh, he had been on a job. Um, in Columbus, but it was too far for him to drive. Mm -hmm. Well, five years I drove from below Canton, 30 miles, to Ravenna every day to go work at District uh, 4. And, and there were times I questioned myself, do you love it this much? Well, I did. I mean, it's a challenging uh, job. I mean, you always felt good when your project was done, or you felt good. I did. I mean, probably a lot of people. I'm a drama queen. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, love, I, I enjoy that, the challenge of working it out. Uh, and I've had exciting moments. I had had a, a owner of a company up in Summit County grab me by the arm and was going to give me an attitude adjustment. Ooh. Well, his idea, actually, sadly to say, we had gone up to solve his problem. He had a young uh, uh, person in there, a consultant, that wasn't getting the results of this material they were producing. So I went up with the intentions to show them where they were doing wrong. 
and said he comes storming in there and, and carrying on. And uh, um, we sort of had words, but he just, <laughs> but I kept it clean. Good, good. I wanted to tell him he watched too many Godfather flicks. That's giving her the way he's Italian. <laughs> as, a, as a kid, is this what you dreamed of doing, or what was your dream job? Like, if you weren't doing this, what would you have been doing? If you On my brand-new 20-inch bicycle, they had just tarred the road. Now, tarred the road. For all you people out there, there's asphalt, cement, and there's tar. And I'm old enough to remember tar. They used it for chip and seal. So I thought, oh, I wonder what that'll do if I ride out on that. Well, uh -huh. down I went. You know, <laughs> It was sort of hot, but it they were getting ready to chip it, so it wasn't that hot, you know, but that's how I learned about asphalt. So in my wildest dreams, I actually worked, because they went out of college, I worked at uh, Warner and Swayze in New Philadelphia that made great alls. You know what great alls are? <laughs> okay, they're uh, earth-moving equipment, telescopic. Oh, okay. Then they make other equipment now, too, but, and they also made tournament, machine shop tools. Gotcha. Because I worked in the machine shop, and while they were going to have their first layoff, they were, I thought it was good there for life. While they had their first layoff, and uh, <clears throat> so back then, getting unemployment wasn't easy. I mean, you had to go in there and show five or six bona fide signatures that you went every place. And uh, and the woman that was in the uh, in the unemployment office, I think she was a Nazi in the other world because it was like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, she checked those signatures, and sometimes she'd even call the place that you had down. You know, Just to they make were very sure, strict, yeah. right, which that's fine. I'm okay with all that. Rules are rules, you know, and, uh, but I went to this Warner Swayze plant every day for a whole summer, and the guy that was the vice president sort of liked me because we would talk sports cars. Yeah! Right, and, uh, but I never went to him. I never would go to him because I have a bad habit that if I have a friend or someone I really like, I shy away from, which is stupid. I should make the points. I got points. <laughs> right. But instead, I do the opposite, and uh, uh, which is dumb, but I can't help myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I went to work there, and uh, I thought I was good to go. They started to have the layoff, and the apprentice told me, based on my clock number, when I was going to get laid off. So oh. I was going around checking, I went to the highway department. And as it happened, the personnel man at District 11 in New Philly used to be a coach. And he coached my uncle in a little burg called D Adena, Ohio. They're down where David uh, Rose is from. Okay, he would yeah, be yeah. familiar with all this. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he was born in the modern version of the hospital I was born in. Aww. I was born in North Wheeling Hospital. Uh -huh. They tore that down, and he was born in the same hospital. Oh, but anyway... Yeah, if I went to a school called Mount Pleasant. That was part of the Underground Railroad during the Civil War. Mm -hmm. That's listed on the places of the sea, Histori you know, history and historical fact. But anyway, uh, uh, so that's how I got hired in in a buck and a half an hour writing tickets at a plant. And uh, the first words from the guy that I was going to work for, who I knew earlier in my youth, Anybody this stupid to be waiting on the street corner at 4.30 in the morning to go to work must be nuts. <laughs> but he was that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, a good, yeah, yeah. really good for, guy. Just good and, humor, does Right. And so I did that for a week, and then they needed more people out, so I started uh, testing asphalt. 
using an extractor. That's where you break it down. Back then we used uh, trichloroethylene, which is a carcinogen, but um, um, that's the way it was, you know. And, uh, um, and a lot of the people I know that used it, if you did it right, it didn't bother you. You didn't dare smoke around it. Oh, yeah, sure. Because it makes phosgene gas when it hits that red ash, but... Um, we're going into a lot of. Well, I, know, I love I, it. I kind of feel like this has brought us full circle now, back to the the dollar and a quarter an hour, but uh, dollar and a half. Dollar and a half. half. Right. What was your favorite project you worked on for your sixty oh, years? Probably that work? one on sixty two, because I was in charge of it, and we had a full crew. It was a big job. We had responsibility. I was able to take my state vehicle out of District Four and park it in the garage in New Philly in District Eleven. But that's because the rules were different. If something happened on your job at any given time of the day, they called you and you had to go out and make a report on it, mm -hmm. along with the state patrol, because people used to like to ride around on, on, on roads that were closed, not open yet, yeah. but the pavement was all done. And, uh, um, but it was a fun time. We had a full crew. We had an area engineer that was very strict because back then Stark County had two area engineers. One was for everything in cities, everything outside of cities. And I had this guy, oh darn, it almost came to me. Anyway, he was an old football player from Canton McKinley, a lineman, like an old bear he was. <laughs> and uh, sometimes we'd play euchre, it was winter time. But we'd set the table up by the window. So as soon as his truck would pull up, boy, we would scatter. And he'd come in just growling and say, Wednesdays, I'm going to catch you guys, and hell's going to pay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Howard Schistler was his name. Okay. Oh, yeah, he always was insulting. But you could live with it back then. I mean, you know, yeah. no, you know, words don't kill a person, you know, but um, uh, I, it was just different. That's all I can say. Yeah. I'm not saying we would go back. Uh, ODOT's better now in everything they do. You know, and the computers, stuff, stuff. I mean, we built the interstate without computers. Yeah, that was crazy. Without cell phones, without phones. Yeah. And we were lucky to have a Texas Instrument calculator. Mm -hmm. Yes, and a lot of still use side rules, believe it or not. Yep. And, uh, but you did what you had to do at the time of what you had. And so, and so everything that uh, this agency had advanced to, I think is marvelous, frankly. I love it, you know, and uh, uh, yeah, you never go back. You just proceed on. You know, some people will kid me because I'll mention the different type of asphalt plants that we used to use that weighed the material. I won't waste your time talking <laughs> about that. People will say, oh no, here he goes again. But anyway, uh, and so we do a lot of marvelous things and uh, uh, you know, just like that bridge they're going to put down there, rebuild that bridge at going into Kentucky. Yes, yes, oh, yes. That's going to be a phenomenal yeah, thing. Spitz Bridge. Or Brent, yeah, Brent, 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 right, yeah. exactly. And uh, so they do outstanding work, everything. And uh, some of the things I don't particularly agree with, I mean, uh, we didn't used to give bonuses. You do the job that you signed the paper to do based on the plans. I've seen plants already make material that was out of spec, but they got bonus out on the job. So some of our tests conflict with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's that's all part of the 
game. You know, I just, uh, yeah, whatever it calls for, I do. You know, and uh, uh, for anybody that wants to work for ODOC and get a job, they don't know how lucky they're getting. And the big deal about snow plowing boggles my mind. <laughs> how people argue about snow plowing. I did it in 77. We actually had, uh, 78 when we had the blizzard, Yeah. you had all the snow that was put down in 77 in three days. That was the oh difference. My but goodness. in 77, it snowed like crazy every day. And I plowed in snow, I plowed snow. I was actually sent out there as a reprimand because I was too strict with a contractor. And I always said I got more overtime that winter than I ever did, so the Lord took care of me. Oh, <laughs> but, my uh, goodness. Uh, but then uh, we had just single axle trucks there in District 11. I had a truck that had a bent seat. It was an older Ford. Oh, wow. And my legs are so short that I'd have to pull the seat forward uh, to operate the accelerator and brakes. But to handle the levers, I had to push the seat back. <laughs> and I'd be stretching to try and reach. Uh, and now they have really nice vehicles and nice garages. I mean, I can remember when the maintenance uh, outpost heated with coal. Wow. Yeah, because I used to have to go sample the coal. And that was some of the good things they did back then. I would sample the coal. Then I would take it to the Apple Creek Mental Institution. They had an apparatus in there that would, you'd dump this material in. It would crush it up and, and, and sample it. You would get a representative sample. Then it would get set in the Columbus, and they would only pay on the burnable coal. They didn't pay on the sulfur or any of the ingredients that was attached that didn't do you any good. Mm. And uh, they used to test, this lab used to test everything. They actually uh, would test gasoline and pay on that capability of igniting or giving you power. Oh, wow. They used to, I used to have sample oil. We even sampled snow fence back when they used to use snow fence because we'd have to get the garage and we would uh, stretch it way out and then we'd have to cut it and they would sample it for the galvanizing that held the wood together. Oh, You've okay. seen snow fence, haven't you? I've probably seen it, but I don't Okay, what it is, it's like... wood slats that are held together by galvanized wire. Okay. And it eliminates drifting. Gotcha. Yeah, yes, see, yes, that was yes. the whole idea of it, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so there were a lot of things we did that's impossible now because things are faster now. I mean, uh, you, you were right. Uh, did you say there was more traffic? I mean, oh no, that was one of the guys. We always have this debate because uh, <laughs> uh, the thing is, okay, sure there was more traffic, but there were more overloads back then because you didn't have all the scales. And I used to hear truck drivers would say to me, if I can run overloaded five times, then I can get picked up once. I'm still ahead on my money. See? And you get coal haulers that had sideboards up to the moon that, you know, um, but, um, yeah. So um, there's good about the past. There's great about now. I just wish some of the things from the past would have been carried over. Gotcha. And this is what rules out the past compared to now. Back then, when the interstate was being built, it was a new road. It's easy to build a new road. You don't have to put up with traffic. You don't have to put up with anything because it's going in a completely mm -hmm. different. Now you're trying to redo this road Correct. and you get 10,000 cars going through there all, uh, constantly, so, and bridges and what have you. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, to say one thing's better than the other uh, is just you different. Can't, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. And I just wish they had maybe taken a, a few things that it kept, but it is better now. But uh, it's a great place to work. I agree with that statement. Yeah, yeah people. Yeah. People yeah. say to me, "Well, there's this one." I was going to retire last year because I had an auto accident, and. Uh, Lord knows I was going five mile an hour when I had it, but it, it uh, happened. Uh -huh. And so that, I was so upset with myself that I was going to retire. Well, ironically, this uh, DET from, used to be with District 3, he's retired, and he was there where they're putting that new chip factory in over by Delaware somewhere. Mm -hmm. He was part of that meeting because okay. he's a consultant. And uh, he uh, found out, I was, so he calls me up. We talked for about an hour. And I used to always say I work for my health, which is what I do. Because even when I, like this morning, I screwed up the alarms, so I woke up at four o'clock. And then I thought, well, I better reset the alarm. And, but I finally got up at 4.30. And uh, the thing is this, it's like, why are you even working? As I staggered to the shower. And uh, uh, it's a reaction. It's a body reaction. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it's a blood flow. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, what I do. And I'm moving instead of sitting on a lazy boy chair. And of course, it's keeping you active. Exactly, right. And that is sort of why I do it. But a lot of times I will say to myself, why do you do this? Or, you know. <laughs> but I've not said it enough, evidently, to convince myself. <laughs> right, so. Well, then after yeah, I, lo I love working here. I really do. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've been froze for about 30 years, and I really don't care. I probably have the only title. The title I have has been phased out. Oh, my. And so... Um, what is your title? Uh, uh, materials Control Supervisor. Okay. And, uh, but, yeah, I love it here. I love the people that work here. I've never met a bad, bad person here. I've met some grouchy ones in my old days. We've all met grouchy ones. That's anywhere you go. <laughs> I always used to say this. When I was young and started, I'd have put up with those grouchy old bees. Now that I'm a grouchy old bee, nobody wants to put up with me. That's so funny. <laughs> but no, I work with really a great bunch of Good. great conscientious. You couldn't ask for it. They're exact. They do things perfect. They're always in a good mood. They're just the best bunch of guys over here at the Central Lab in Nashville uh, that I haven't seen that there for 50 years. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah they're really phenomenal. Yeah, so. Well, Robert, I think we've uh, covered everything, I think. Almost covered everything. Almost yeah, my, a lot of yeah, I, was, here, but... I was getting panicky. I was going to bring up my birth at the old <laughs> North Wheeling Hospital. <laughs> well, let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for, for your okay, time. Okay, you can dub out anything that's uh, not worth This was awesome. Yeah. No, I feel, this was great. This was, I'm glad we got to sit down and talk to you a little, a little bit about everything. Yeah. And I learned a lot about ODOT's history. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. It's a great thing. I mean, it's good. To, you ever see some of the films or pictures from the past? And a horse pulling a paver or oh, something. Oh, yeah. I get it all the time. I say, oh, look, there's Bob on oh, there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the horse. Not the horse. <laughs> No, I couldn't pull a wagon. <laughs> right. Okie dokie. Awesome. Hey, well, that's thank great. you, sir. Thank, thank you. you. This is amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for tuning in. 
make sure you subscribe on your chosen podcast platform and never miss who we talk to next. Do you want to tell us your story on a future episode? Do you have questions, comments, or want to request a transcript of this episode? Email us at podcast at dot.ohio.gov. 